0: Worse than Watergate, yeah, worse than Watergate. The Russia collusion hoax and all that went into it. Turns out that, yeah, President Trump was right. Worse than Watergate. What was Watergate? A bunch of Democratic operatives being spied on and played tricks on by some Republican operatives, okay? Operatives warring with other operatives. What do we have here? We have a sitting president of the United States, Donald Trump, it looks like, forces loyal to Hillary Clinton, her campaign may have been spying on the president himself. President Trump spied on by an apparatus created by Hillary Clinton. This isn't some blog. This isn't some tweet. These are allegations from a DOJ prosecutor, all right? The, official court filings. Now, the mainstream media, they're ignoring this because, oh, it destroys their narrative, and they're really threatened by it. Uh, it seems to me that they... They hate Donald Trump more than they like their country. It's pretty astounding. All right, so you remember Robert Mueller, uh, the special prosecutor. He found nothing to the whole Russia collusion mess. He had to say so, finally. took him a long time, but yes, ultimately he did say no collusion. Attorney General Barr said, this is so weird, this is so crazy, it went on for so long, we have to get to the bottom of this. How did this nonsense start? He appointed Uh, John Durham, special prosecutor. Now, John Durham has been working slowly, methodically, but he has been working. He made an indictment about uh, seven months ago. That was interesting. In a somewhat routine court filing related to that indictment, some truly earth-shattering information was revealed. And let's go to it. It says this. Tech Executive One and his associates exploited Internet traffic pertaining to Trump Tower, now we had an idea of that already. Also, Trump Central Park West apartment building, did not know about that. Here is the shocker. The executive office of the President of the United States, that tech executives were handing information to lawyers working for Hillary Clinton, and they were getting information from the President of the United States computer. That's what's inside here. So when Donald Trump said he was being spied on as a candidate, He was, and it looks like, also as President of the United States. This actually isn't that complicated to follow. And, uh, well, let's start. Let's start with Hillary Clinton and her campaign. Uh, Okay, she's desperate to be President. Everybody knows that. And she's got a lot of lawyers. One of her lawyers is a guy named Michael Sussman, Michael Sussman was also the lawyer for a tech executive. We're leaving his name out. The court papers left it out. Tech executive one said to be desperate to get a job in a Clinton administration. All right. So tech executive number one, who also hired that Clinton lawyer, was pulling together data and white papers and all kinds of things, mining government computers for derogatory information on Trump. Now, specifically in the complaint, in the filing, it says as follows. Tech Executive One reported suspicious Internet activity. One thousand lookups tying Trump to Russia. But here's what the prosecutors point out. Lookups are not rare. More than three million in seven years. And the way this was portrayed to the FBI was that, oh, my gosh, a thousand lookups. Trump must be working for the Russians. Next. Rare Russian made mobile phones were utilized in the vicinity of the White House. Well, that was just labeled totally false. (laughs) There's nothing to substantiate that. Now, Tech Executive One, who is monitoring this data uh, that he had access to as a government contractor, going all the way back to 2014. But Obama was president. All right. Now, let me put Hillary and Sussman back in the picture. Tech Executive One is giving this information to Michael Sussman. Hillary Clinton is paying Michael Sussman because he's a lawyer. Sussman goes to the FBI by himself, not with Hillary and not with the tech executive, just him. And he says, hey, I've got all this data and all these reports and all this technical stuff that says the Trump. Uh, people are talking with Russia and it's very, very suspicious. And oh, by the way, I'm here as a private citizen. I'm not representing anybody. Well, that's a lie. He was representing uh, Hillary Clinton, working for Hillary and also for that tech executive. And that's why he was indicted. Allegedly, this is all a lie. But the FBI, quite frankly, should have known this was a lie, in my opinion, and also in the opinion of Joe DiGenova, who will be joining us in just a little bit. So does this make sense? Sussman is presenting data and reports to the FBI, which are skewed, which are spun, which are deliberately made to look worse than they actually are. And he's saying he's a private citizen and he's not. Hillary Clinton is paying him. The data is coming from a guy who wants a job with Hillary Clinton. He doesn't stop at the FBI, allegedly. Uh, Mr. Sussman goes to another organization. Now, we can't say what that government organization is. It's referred to as government agency number two. So with respect to the prosecutors, I'm only going to reveal its initials at this point. The CIA, okay? (laughs) Yes, the CIA. Everybody knows that stop number two was a central intelligence agency. Although not alleged in the uh, court filings, it is believed that Sussman had a talk with John Brennan. Okay, John Brennan, a fiercely partisan former director of the Central Intelligence Agency. It is believed that it's very likely that Brennan would have shared this information with Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Although, again, the part where Obama was surveilled may have been left out. This gave you know who. A beautiful excuse to start saying Trump's with Russia, Hillary Clinton. Then she takes to Twitter. Computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russian-based bank. She did that just before the election. Look at how desperate she is. It's time for Trump to answer serious questions about his ties to Russia. You see what's happening here? Okay. She, Sussman, that tech executive, others perhaps, get together. They create information, and then they give this bogus, phony information to the FBI, to the government, so they can investigate it, and they can say, Hillary can say, whoa, they're investigating something. She doesn't tell you that she paid for it. She didn't tell you that the information is phony. It's wild. And I got, actually, lots of questions, but one for Robert Mueller. This is actually pretty straightforward. How did you not figure this out during, what, those 18 months and $30 million? How, how much was, did he spend? How long was that investigation? How could he not have gotten this information? Maybe he knew it all along. We'll have to see. But when Donald Trump said that he was being spied on and the mainstream media scoffed at it, literally scoffed at it, looks like he was right and they were all wrong.
1: The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, there's no
2: real evidence of that. Of
1: course there is. It's all over the place. Leslie, they spied on my campaign and they got caught. Can
2: I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. You won't put
1: it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't put on
2: things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied
1: on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally verified.
2: No.
1: It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign. They got caught.
0: It was worse than that, actually. They spied on his presidency. By the way, Biden, this whole thing did help him, right? Remember during the debates? I mean, Russia was the excuse for everything.
2: There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the four, five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except him. His and his good friend Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? That's exactly, what, is this that's where exactly you're going? what this is called. where he's going. The laptop that, is Russia, Russia, yeah. Russia. I want to stay on the issue of race. Yeah.
0: Russia, it became an excuse for everything, even Hunter's laptop. They're not saying it's from Russia anymore, by the way. Uh, Once again, the allegation in the uh, recent court filings by John Durham, here it is. Uh, Powerful stuff. Tech executive number one and his associates exploited Internet traffic pertaining to Trump Tower. That would have been during the campaign. Trump Central Park West apartment building and the executive office of the president of the United States. This is huge. This is earth shattering. This is potentially the biggest scandal in the history of this country. And our mainstream media personalities, journalists, whatever they call themselves, won't even touch it. They have absolutely no shame. More on that when we come back. Hi, Rob Carson here. If you love watching Newsmax, you're really going to love listening to our new podcast. It's called the Newsmax Daily. I host it, and I give you the best briefing of the big news of the day, top newsmaker interviews,
1: and even, yes, a few laughs. I know it's hard to believe. So if you're uh, driving, walking, exercising, just about anywhere, you can connect with the Newsmax Daily with me, Rob Carson. Find our
0: podcast online or go to iPhone, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, and more, and start listening today. Oh! I can say is, is that, that the, the fake, fake news just, just doesn't, doesn't get it, it do today. They don't, they don't. They don't. They're not even acknowledging the biggest story of potentially the century, certainly in political history. Now, they think, they claim, they pretend it's Watergate. Woo. And Watergate was big. Heck, the country shut down it seemed like for almost 2 years during those hearings and Ever since, by the way, how many books, movies, docuseries, docudramas, documentaries, there are people right now still making money off of Watergate, writing about it, analyzing it. Just Watergate is part of history, and it was a big deal. Ultimately, Richard Nixon had to resign. But think of this. The scandal started with a bunch of Democratic operatives trying to bug Another group of political operatives in a hotel, in a hotel. Here we have a situation where the White House may have been surveilled. The White House itself by outside political operatives, loyal, working for Hillary Clinton. This is big, big, big stuff. So why isn't the media talking about it? It was astounding. Yesterday's Sunday. I know Super Bowl Sunday, but they still have those big, phony uh, talk shows, right, that they think are so important. Not one word about this. And there was plenty of time to read up on it. It came, became public uh, the day before. This is a big story. They ignored it. Why? When every time Robert Mueller or one of his leakers sneezed, they had a fit.
1: Breaking news in the Russia investigation dominates the program tonight and reaches directly into the president's
3: inner circle.
2: We are covering the breaking news that Bob Mueller, the special counsel investigating ties between Donald Trump's campaign and Russia. We've got breaking news on MSNBC, the first indictment in the Robert Mueller investigation. Where
3: we have breaking news about special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into possible Russian meddling in the 2016
2: election. Let's begin with the breaking news on the Russia investigation. Much more on our breaking news of federal grand Approving the first charges in the Mueller investigation,
0: it was like that every single day for a year, year and a half. I mean, over the top all the time, and it was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. This, the president actually being surveilled while he was president, that's a big deal. That's worthy of coverage. Now, why aren't they talking about it? Because Donald Trump is an enemy of the swamp. The swamp, the media, I do believe, enemy of the people. He's an enemy of the swamp. They'll never forgive him. They'll never let him off the hook. They'll never give him the benefit of the doubt. They'll never give him a break. In part, this was the best and worst thing he ever said on inauguration day. It's signal to the people that he was with them. It's signal to the swamp that he must be stopped.
1: For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. Washington flourished, but the people did not share in its
3: wealth.
0: This is why we love them. This is why they hate him. So. We got this huge scandal on our hands. What do they do? They stick to their script. Okay, he's the threat. He was the one working with Russia. No way could this be true. Let's ignore it. Let's ignore it. But I do think that some of them felt a little self-conscious about this. All right. And uh, so I noticed one of them, fake Jake Tapper, was a little bit tough with Biden yesterday. All right. He ignores the real story. But, oh, I'm going to get tough on Biden. But it made me think about a lot of other things. Here's that little portion where he's uh, is giving Biden a hard time about his leadership during the debacle in Afghanistan and since.
3: He loads Gnas into the bed of a truck. He clears his weapon and tucks it beside his teammate and the truck drives away.
2: You do so much and your families give so much. I really mean it from the bottom of my heart. And so I just, we came because we wanted to thank you, tell you how much we care.
3: I don't doubt President Biden cares, but I do not understand why he would not manifest that care into taking this investigation
0: more seriously. Okay, Absorbing All right. the tragic details. Come he on. really believes that Biden cares, but what the care needs to manifest itself. I don't think Biden cares actually about much other than himself, Hunter, Jill maybe. Uh, There's something wrong with this guy and he does not respect the troops now. Here's proof of that If you respect someone would you ever ever think of talking to them like this as he did in public watch?
2: I can only assume That you will enjoy educating your family about how the Coast Guard is quote the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war you are quite you're a really dull class i have incredibly good judgment one i married jill and two i appointed johnson to the academy i just want you to know that just clap for that you stupid bastards catch that
0: clap for that you stupid bastards I don't understand why the media would protect this man, cover for him what they see in him. I have no idea. I don't get it. I can't figure it out, actually. But I do know their allegiance to this man, who I believe is corrupt, has made us made the world less safe. You know, it looks like Vladimir Putin will be invading Ukraine, they say, on Wednesday. It could happen on Wednesday. This would not be happening if it weren't for Joe Biden's colossally weak leadership, colossally weak. He's terrible. Everybody knows that, especially after Afghanistan. I mean, after that, America were not what we were. You know, everybody knows that that would not have happened under Trump, and Ukraine would be safe if he were still in office. This would not be happening if he were still on the scene. Putin is taking advantage of Biden, big time. We'll be right back with some Super Bowl highlights. It wasn't very super. It was actually pretty pathetic. Well, there it is. The Los Angeles football club, as I call them, winning the Super Bowl trophy. Congratulations to the team. Yes, I call them the football club because the Ram is a male sheep. And it is considered a divinity by certain indigenous cultures. And decorating a football helmet and using a ram as a team identifier could be classified as cultural misappropriation. And being the politically correct guy that I am... I will not call them the Los Angeles Rams. Just kidding. It's a little bit ridiculous what's happening. Uh, I really don't care about the Rams or the Bengals, so whatever. I did see, however, violence after the game. Of course, when your home team wins, uh, you got a riot, right? Some of these guys even took over a bus. I have no idea. I've never been able to understand that. When your team wins, uh, you go burn things down. I mean... I don't, I don't, can someone explain this to us? But we gotta talk about first some of the commercials. Um, This is not a Barbie doll commercial. This is a commercial for a mortgage company, but it features Barbie dolls. Take a look. Cash for Carl, street cash. House Cooper Skipper. Let's tear it to the
2: studs. You vultures, you're gonna start a bidding war. This is less than ideal.
4: Oh no. Don't worry. Barbie has a verified approval that shows her finances.
0: All right. I'll say it. What are those boys doing playing with Barbie dolls? Uh, Yes, sometimes. Yeah, I guess. But in a commercial, they're trying to do something. Maybe they're trying to shape behavior. Who knows? I think it's unnecessary. What do you think? All right. Halftime show. Uh, What was up with that set? The modular set that they kind of wheeled in. It reminded me of a game show. Specifically, Price is Right. A little bit, right? Same kind of rooms. And I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Next slide, please. You'll see again. It also looks like maybe a department store or uh, a little bit like uh, Let's Make a Deal. Something wasn't right. You already know how I feel about the performers, Dre and Snoop Dogg, totally anti-cop. Why do they deserve this uh, hero worship? Really was over the top, but take a quick look.
3: A like the track is your eardrum.
0: Okay, uh, break it down here. Snoop is on the right just before he took the stage. Snoop does what he does, which is... Smoke weed. I think we have him on tape there. Yeah, he was smoking out. um, And this is not surprising. He's known for this. And why wouldn't he get high if he gets high all the time? But he should not have been there. You know, not long ago, Snoop was pretending to assassinate President Trump. Yeah, this is a real picture. You see this? Uh, This would call to mind, I think, violence against President Trump, wouldn't you? He's pointing a gun at a guy dressed like Trump that's not right. Sorry, NFL. He should not have been there. Uh, That goes for Dre as well. Okay, so it was all about Dre. And did you notice, by the way, uh, the set, part of it was something called Tam's, Tam's Restaurant, Tam's Burgers number 21. Now, I saw that, and I figure, well, this must be important to Dre, because the whole night seems to be about Dre, and yes, it is. Uh, Tams is a restaurant in Compton, California. I think we have a picture. There it is. And one of his uh, former good friends was killed there. Yes, it's been the scene of plenty of violence over the years. Rap Mogul, Mogul, Suge Knight, arrested in fatal hit-and-run. The incident in question occurred Thursday afternoon at Tams Burgers in Compton, Shug Knight, still in prison, I believe. Uh, Friends with Dre. And, uh, well, I guess Tam's just had a special place in his heart. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, by the way, was dancing around and guys wearing uh, Dre, Dre Day on their their little uh, sashes for some reason. Kendrick Lamar says that um, that's an important place for him, too, uh, Tam's Restaurant. That's where he witnessed his first murder. All right. So uh, back to Dr. Dre, by the way, quite a character. He's said to be a billionaire, nine children, six different mothers, one daughter, I believe his eldest, he doesn't talk to anymore. Now, keep in mind, Dre is a billionaire. She is a 38-year-old single mother of four. She drives for DoorDash and Uber Eats. According to some reports, she lives in her car, has not seen Dre in 18 years, but Dre was having a heck of a lot of fun last night. And remember, Pepsi, Pepsi sponsored all of this nonsense. Pepsi Cola, what good has that ever really done for anybody? Um, You know, my wife asked me out of the blue, hey, has Michael Jackson, did he ever host the um, halftime show? And he did. We looked it up, 1993. And we watched the performance. It was awesome. So uh, great singing, great dancing, songs everybody knew, and the message, the message was beautiful. One about racial harmony. It's 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 black, it's white, all together, black hand and a white hand. And also another message, world peace and doing the right thing by children.
1: Today, we stand together
2: all around the world, joined in a common purpose
4: to remake the planet to a haven of joy and understanding and goodness. No one should have to suffer, especially our children. This time, we must succeed.
0: I miss this guy. And by the way, I don't believe the allegations against him. He was railroaded. So, uh, we used to do it right in this country. Maybe we'll do it right again. We'll see. Stay with us more on those shocking allegations from John Durham that shows Trump was right. Cash Patel, a former top aide to Donald Trump, trusted top aide. We'll be right back. Well, A bombshell, a genuine bombshell in court filings from uh, the special prosecutor, John Durham, looking into the Russia hoax. Tech executive number one and his associates exploited Internet traffic pertaining to Trump Tower, the Trump apartment building in New York City, and also the executive office of the president of the United States, the president himself. had his Internet comings and goings under surveillance by a private citizen. This would be worse than Watergate if it's true. And this is the allegation from a government prosecutor. I want to bring in Cash Patel, former deputy assistant to President Trump and chief of staff to the acting secretary of defense in the Trump
4: administration. Cash,
0: welcome to Newsmax. What do you think?
4: Oh, wow, Greg, thanks for having me. And I don't know where to begin. Look, as the guy who unraveled the Russiagate investigation as the chief investigator during Chairman Nunes, he he and I have been talking. We've been talking to the president. None of us thought it could get this bad. They literally, as you let off, a private entity on behalf of a political opponent, Hillary Clinton, paid for access to the entire White House compound to infiltrate the servers of not just the office of the president, the National Security Council, the National Economic Council, the Trade Council, and the office of the vice president of the United States. It's pretty wild.
0: I, you must have noticed, as I've noticed, the mainstream media are totally ignoring this story. This is a <laughs> bombshell. They know this story. They know Mueller's part of this story well enough to know that this is genuine news. Yesterday on those talk shows, not one word. I can't believe it. I, quite frankly, even for them, I find this hard to believe, not a mention. How is this going to play out? I mean, they
4: are just going to pretend it's not happening? No, I think we're going to force it on him. Look. This, As bad as Russiagate was with the Steele dossier, this makes Watergate look like a parking citation. They spied and they used money from opposition research to go ahead and spy on a sitting president at his White House and his candidate. What's going to happen is these, these mainstream media are going to ignore this story for a few more days, and then they're going to start personally attacking us, me, Devin, the president, like they did three, four years ago. And then they're going to be forced to correct their stories in hiding on a late on a Friday night when no one's looking and say, oh, we might've gotten that Spygate thing wrong. And we uh, we were totally wrong when we said Trump was not spied on. Um, and there's no way the Hillary Clinton campaign paid for any of it. They were wrong on all counts, so there's gonna be impossible for them to admit it. But thankfully your show is going to help, um, you know, hold them to their feet, to their fire.
0: Well, the seeds were out there for a long time. I mean, y- if you were watching, you could tell when uh, Attorney General Barr was testifying uh, in 2019, he said out loud spying and people were shocked. But, I mean, people knew about, well, the campaign at least portion of this for a long time. Let's take a look at that, please.
2: So you're not you're not suggesting, though, that spying occurred.
0: I don't. Uh, well, uh, I guess you could. I, I think there was a spying did occur. Yes, I think spying did occur. It was pretty wild. Uh, again, he was attacked. This could not—I think he may even have walked it back a little bit. But this is worse than anything he was saying and anything President Trump was saying that he was being spied on while he was president. Why are we only learning about this now? I mean, this is news even to you, right? Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't know he was. This was not in the cards, and this was now maybe five years ago. Why is it? Has it taken so long?
4: It's taken so long because when we were running the investigation in Congress, we had limited powers. When President Trump came into office, everyone, including Comey, McCabe, Schrock, and the like, were trying to take him down. And we are now finding out, thankfully, to John Durham's utilization of grand juries and federal prosecution powers. That's why it's taken so long, because we finally have a prosecutor who's willing to take it to the mats. And to uncover the fact that uh, this story is the biggest political scandal and criminal scandal in U.S. history um, just helps the mainstream media sweep it under the rug. But John Durham has interviewed 24 people in the grand jury to include CIA case officers, FBI agents and directors, leadership in the Clinton campaign cycle, and they've indicted her lawyer. So this is just starting. It's how you build a criminal conspiracy case. And they're not going to be able to ignore indictments when they start once they start coming in full swing.
0: Now, we have a picture here of Michael Sussman. He is the attorney who is working for uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign. He was also working for the tech executive. Now, some will say, oh, Michael Sussman, who's that? Who cares? This is not that important. I'll refer everyone to Watergate. Look at some of the names of the people who went to jail during Watergate. They're not exactly household names, you know, Chuck Colson, uh, Bud Crow. Uh, there are all kinds of people you never heard of. Uh, That went down. Ultimately, the fish got bigger, but it started
4: with people, you know, at this level. You're absolutely right. It has to start somewhere. You cannot go on and infiltrate the the White House servers and the White House Internet by just doing it from the top. You have to have a team. And Michael Sussman and Mark Elias were the lead attorneys for the Hillary Clinton campaign who were paid millions and millions of dollars to perpetuate the Steele dossier fraud. And now we know they were paid millions and millions of dollars to go out and buy false information from a tech executive. And then here's the here's the worst part. They secured a, quote, sensitive arrangement with Someone in government to gain access to the White House servers. That means someone in government gave them permission and paid the contracting tech executive company's firm to allow that work to happen. That could only have been done with the utilization of the intelligence community willingly. And that, to me, is the biggest criminal. Uh, scandal that we have yet to talk about.
0: Uh, yes, and Sussman himself went over to the CIA, government agency number two. Everybody understands it's CIA. And apparently, perhaps lying to the CIA is not a crime. You're allowed to, you're not allowed to. You know, seriously, I think you can, you can, I mean, they tell lies all the time over there. 10 seconds, <laughs> I only have 10 sec- seconds left. Uh, John Durham, at any point in this process, were you frustrated? Because it didn't seem like a lot of progress was being made. And do you feel like finally, okay, he's really he's going to deliver?
4: He's going to deliver. Of course, everybody gets frustrated as a former federal prosecutor who brought international terrorism cases that were pretty complex. This guy's unraveling the biggest criminal conspiracy against the sitting president in the United States history. It's going to happen. Just give the guy a few more months. It's coming.
0: All right. Cash Patel, we appreciate it to be continued, sir. uh, And we'll be right back. Thank you. It is amazing that incredible building, the White House, beautiful, where our leader sits, both parties, whoever it is, that a president of the United States could have been under surveillance, not by Russia, not by China, but by a campaign, a political campaign. A tech executive was mining data, allegedly, looking for dirt on Trump and finding whatever he could. And then spinning it as dirt, even if it wasn't actually dirt. It's a wild, wild time. A new filing from uh, the special prosecutor, John Durham, indicates that, yes, private individuals were surveilling then-president Donald Trump. We'd like to bring in Joe, Joe Genova, former U.S. attorney for Washington, D.C., former independent counsel for the United States, former special counsel for the House of Representatives. Sir, welcome back. Your overall reaction to the information we've been learning over the past uh, 48 hours or so. Stunning revelations. Uh, absolutely uh, unassailably
3: true, coming in legal pleadings by John Durham uh, in United States District Court in D.C., my old courthouse where I was U.S. attorney and brought indictments. Uh, This is pretty staggering stuff because what it indicates is that he has discovered a wide ranging conspiracy involving uh, lawyers, campaigns, uh, people associated with Hillary Clinton and Hillary Clinton herself, the current national security advisor to President Biden, Jake Sullivan, uh, in an effort to smear, first of all, politically an incoming president, and then to undermine a sitting president by conducting illegal electronic surveillance on the sitting president of the United States.
0: So it is shocking. Um, at this point, one person has been indicted. His name is Michael Sussman. No one's ever heard of him. Nobody you know, in the country. Uh, the tech executive he was working with has still not been indicted or actually formally named. Uh, has not been arrested. This tech executive was the guy allegedly really actually doing the surveillance himself and all this information allegedly going back to the Clinton campaign. Why do we have more indictments at this point? Because it takes time to build a serious,
3: large criminal conspiracy. These are the building blocks of a big case. Uh, when he put those things in the original Sussman indictment and then added to it with this pleading, this staggering information— that he slipped into a motion to inquire into conflicts of interest with a law firm uh, representing people in the case, Uh, this was an absolute signal that he is building a conspiracy case. And from what we know now, and from the public statements and public public record statements of Hillary Clinton and Jake Sullivan, it appears that he is looking not only for co-conspirators, but people he can name as unindicted
0: co-conspirators to be witnesses in the case. Understood. Unindicted co-conspirators in the case. Now, let me ask you about this. And I know it's technical, but uh, Sussman, Clinton, and uh, tech executive number one, let's go ahead and put them on the screen, please. Sussman is getting data from the tech executive. He's getting paid by Hillary Clinton. We have the... uh, And then he decides, I'm taking this information to the FBI. And here's where the alleged crime takes place. He tells the FBI, according to the indictment, that I'm not working with anybody. I'm here as a concerned citizen. Now, Michael Sussman is a former federal prosecutor. He knows Washington. He knows who these guys are. Why would the FBI believe him? I mean, here's a guy who's working. You know, he's a he's a swamp lawyer. We, they know he's not a hobbyist learning this stuff in his basement on his own time. He's working for somebody, yet the, the crime that he's accused of is lying to the FBI. My question is, wouldn't the FBI have known that he was working for people? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they would not have believed him
3: uh, because what's happening here is, remember, the FBI at that time is trying to get Trump. They don't like him. You can tell from all the text messages between Strzok and Page, you know that Comey wants to get uh, Trump. He doesn't trust him. He doesn't like him. They're going to do everything they can to make sure that he doesn't become president, which is why Comey is honorable. And then we end up with Trump being elected. And then bingo, it becomes absolutely essential that he be taken down. And then that's when the FBI goes into full gear to assist in taking down the president. Whatever James Baker knew or didn't know or suspect, the fact is that the heads of the FBI and people inside the Justice Department under Obama wanted to take down Trump. They wanted to ruin him. And if necessary, they were willing to accuse him of false crimes.
0: Baker being the general counsel at the FBI. By the way, is he still the general counsel at the FBI? No, he was fired. Okay. so listen, um, when Donald Trump said the following to Leslie Stahl, he was right, but he only was getting, I think, half the picture. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and play uh, Trump with Leslie Stahl from uh, just before the election. So,
1: the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my well, campaign, There's Leslie. no e- real evidence of that. Of course there is. It's no. all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can
2: I say something? You know, this is 60 Minutes. And we can't put on things we can't verify. You won't put it
1: on because it's bad for Biden. We can't put on
2: things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied
1: on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been totally verified. No. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign. They got caught.
0: One of those situations where, again, he was right. Everybody else was wrong. But he wasn't totally correct. They spied on his presidency, according to these documents. It's pretty wild. All right. So, Joe, what should, I, what should we be talking about? What haven't we highlighted that needs to be highlighted? Well, I
3: think you're all over it. I, I think the most important thing here is that the White House was spied on and that the uh, FBI, which is being viewed as a victim in this case, in the assessment case, is actually a perpetrator. And later on down the road, in other cases and in a conspiracy case, which I assume uh Durham is working on. He's going to lay it out cold about the role that people in the FBI played in framing Donald Trump. Remember, this was a brazen plot, not only by the Clinton people, but by senior people in the FBI and the Justice Department to ruin Donald Trump and to accuse him falsely of having a connection to the Russians, all of which they knew was not true. Sussman knew it wasn't true. The FBI people knew it wasn't true. And they concluded all of this
0: well before they should have been able to proceed with any investigation. Who's the most nervous person in America right now regarding this investigation? Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, he's been mentioned. Uh, he was kind of up to his neck in this stuff, we believe. He's, he's running the, our, our, our reaction in Ukraine. Is, is he on pins and needles? Who's, who's worried?
3: Well, here's what's interesting. All of these people are so arrogant and so protected by the people in the FBI and the Department of Justice under Merrick Garland that none of them feels threatened. But I think they understand what Durham is doing. I don't think they understand the power of a sweeping conspiracy indictment which can gather them all up in it. I don't think they have it yet. I don't think they
0: figured it out. They may not be shaking now, but they will be. Joe DiGenova, former U.S. attorney for Washington, D.C. Also, he was uh, on Trump's legal challenges uh, team uh, in the aftermath of the election. Joe, we thank you very, very much. To be continued. You bet. All right. I'll be right back. This country was made
1: by tax rebels, freedom fighters, gold seekers, believers, lovers, and true patriots. We're Newsmax. And we're their heirs, and so are you. Newsmax TV, real news for real people. News
0: breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere. Stinchfield is next. Thank you. See you tomorrow. No. Uh-huh.